What up, what up, what up? So everyone's been asking me about Bitcoin. Why should I invest in Bitcoin? Kale, why are you talking about Bitcoin all the time? Here we go. So here's why I invest in Bitcoin in plain English. Okay, this is another free Kale letter. Eventually, I swear, guys, I'm going to cut this off and I'm only going to send one letter a week to the people that aren't paying. So make sure you subscribe. It's $10 a month. It's uh, $50 a year. So I'm eventually going to cut you off. So <laughs> I would encourage you to subscribe now if you're listening to this. Okay, so there's a big blue button. Just subscribe. Anyway, for those of you who don't know me, I'm probably the most blunt human on the planet. If, if I was a tool, I would definitely be a sledgehammer. I don't like to mess around with all that political correctness and all of that crap, right? So you can probably read a much more detailed and nuanced and technological argument for Bitcoin in other places. Just go to Twitter. My Twitter's linked right there and follow all the people that I follow. I mostly follow people that like Bitcoin and they will tell you all the, the techie stuff and the hardcore stuff and all that stuff you want to know if you want to dive deeper. However, this argument is just going to be dumb simple. Okay. I'm just going to articulate clearly the reasons that I personally put my money where my mouth is and invest in Bitcoin. Okay. So let's go through it really, really quickly. Reason number one is supply. Like anything in business, because I'm an entrepreneur, it all comes down to supply and demand, right? So the first one is supply. There are only going to ever be 21 million Bitcoin, guys. That's it. Only ever going to be 21 million. A bunch of these have already been lost. You know, people have misplaced them. So there's actually much less available to buy. If you contrast this with pretty much anything else you see, right? The US dollar, obviously, every time the government says the word stimulus, they're just printing more money out of thin air and devaluing your money. Oil, this year, guys, remember oil prices actually went negative for a little bit. They were paying people. They literally were trying to pay people to take oil away from them because they had too much oil. So they oil companies can produce as much as they want based on the price. Silver production is the same way. Like if silver price goes up, then if then they will produce more, right? They'll produce more silver because the price is higher. If the price goes down, they'll produce less. So it's very elastic. It goes on and on. These, But things that are scarce, guys, obviously have value, right? Think of the word Picasso, Mona Lisa, Malibu real estate, super rare baseball cards, Bugatti Veyron. If you think of any of those words, obviously you think of something that is scarce, right? There's not that many of them, right? And you start to get the idea. Bitcoin is the scarcest asset that has ever been created, guys, ever, because it is programmed into the code of the the software that, that runs Bitcoin to be scarce. But none of that really matters, guys, if there isn't reason number two, which is demand, okay? The kale letter that you're listening to or reading right now is scarce. I'm the only one who writes it. I think I spelled right wrong. There's literally only one. If scarce things are valuable, it should be worth billions, right? It should be, but wrong, obviously. It's th this letter is only valuable if people want it. And oh my goodness, do people want Bitcoin? I could write about the whole cycle of people that have bought into Bitcoin over the years, but you don't really care about that, right? Let's just say this. Bitcoin has gone from super nerds to nerds to early adopters to mass adoption to this unstoppable force that it is right now that is being adopted by the biggest companies in the world in nine years. Literally yesterday, guys, literally yesterday. The CEO of Square, you know, the company that uh, runs Cash App and Square, the little Square card readers. And he's also the CEO of this little company called Twitter. His name is Jack Dorsey. He just announced that they're investing, that Square is investing its money in Bitcoin. Okay, so they invested $50 million. You can see the tweet there in Bitcoin, and they're going to hold that currency on their balance sheet. A few weeks ago, they're not the first one to do this. A few weeks ago, this other company called MicroStrategy, the CEO's name is Michael Saylor, invested $425 million into Bitcoin. Holy crap. Okay, there's the tweet from Michael, but 
Um, that's a lot of Bitcoin. And that's basically all of their cash. And you can read, I would encourage you to go listen to podcasts of Michael talk about his reasoning because he's a very, very smart guy who's also started multiple billion dollar companies. So you have two guys who started multiple billion dollar companies um, who invested in Bitcoin. So it might be a smart thing to start to think about. You know what I mean, guys? This is just the beginning. Every company is eventually going to do this for three reasons, guys. Here's the three reasons. Number one, there's nowhere else to invest that cash. You guys probably, you may or may not know what a bond is, but basically a bond is where you typically store your cash if you're a company, but those are actually giving you negative real yields right now. So whatever, I'm getting it. That's a little too complicated. Number two is game theory. A quick ex explanation of this, guys, is that once someone does something, like let's say one person invests in Tesla, right? It makes it better for the next person to also invest in Tesla and now and on and on and on. It's the same thing for Bitcoin. The more companies that invest, the more companies are going to invest so they don't get left behind. Does that make sense? Number three, there's almost unlimited cash sitting around. There's $4 trillion sitting in US companies alone, guys. $4 trillion. The CEOs literally have nowhere to put that cash, so they might as well put it in the best performing asset to ever exist, which is Bitcoin. Okay. You guys with me? Reason number three is the fact that Bitcoin is a digital gold. Bitcoin is better at being gold than gold is. That's kind of weird, right? Bitcoin has, is more scarce. It's it's There's less Bitcoin. It's much, 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 much harder to steal and hack. It's, it's secured by the most secure computer network in the world. It's much easier to transport. You can just send it. I sent $1,000 in Bitcoin to my buddy in Romania. It took one second. Good luck doing that with gold. Plus, you can verify that it's real and that people have it instantly. Try doing that with gold. Oh, I have to get out my uh, my assay and I have to check the gold and see if it's gold. I mean, come on. We all know that the world economy is a mess right now. I mean, look around. The stock market is up, but every business we see with our eyes other than online ones, right, are struggling, right? They're locked down every single normal business. Something is wrong. In crazy times, everyone always runs to gold. It's this hedge. It's this one thing that you can depend on, right, against the craziness and the greed that always plagues society. But now that thing, this thing, Bitcoin, has come along and it's better at being gold than gold is. Gold has a $10 trillion value market cap right now, okay? Bitcoin is only $200 billion. What happens when Bitcoin catches up, guys? You can do the math. Um, here's a hint for you. The price is going to go up an insane amount. Okay. Those are the big three reasons above. I'll go quicker for the rest because I know you guys are getting bored and I know you, you want this to be quick and snappy. So let's go. Reason number four is that it's more secure than a bank vault under the ocean. You might have to just trust, my, trust me on this one or take my word for it, guys, but it gets kind of complicated with how the Bitcoin network works, but you can go dig into it if you want. But, but let, it's safe to say that Bitcoin is secured by the most powerful computer network on the planet, which should make you rest easy when you have Bitcoin. Number four is decentralized. This is the best part, really, honestly. This should probably be reason number one, is that nobody owns Bitcoin. The US doesn't own it. China doesn't own it. UK doesn't own it. The people own it, right? It can run on any computer worldwide. It, it even runs in space. They have computers running this in space. Um, thus, no one can shut it down. No one can control it at all. Seriously, something like this has never existed before. It's kind of ridiculous. Number five is network effects. Michael Saylor, that badass dude who I talked about above who invested $450 million of MicroStrategy's money in Bitcoin, said this and it stuck with me. This is not an exact quote. I kind of just, you know, air quoting this guy, but this is what he said. He said, anytime a network effect business, think about any network effect business, guys, is like Facebook, Google, Amazon, 
basically a network effect business means that if you add a user, it gets more valuable for another user. So every time someone gets on Facebook, it gets a little bit more valuable for the rest of the people, right? Does that make sense? So every time a, a business like that has reached a market cap of 200 billion, like Bitcoin has, it has become literally unstoppable. This is so true, guys. Imagine just for a second how hard it would be to create a, a better Facebook and beat Facebook at their own game. It's basically impossible, right? Why? Because they have 4 billion users. Their product is you. And getting 4 billion people to change their habits is basically impossible. So what Michael and I are saying is that once you have a network effect that is strong enough, like Bitcoin does, that then it's game over. So good luck catching up. Reason number six, guys, is stock to flow. I'm not going to go into this at all. This is way too nerdy for this article, honestly. But if you guys just Google Plan B Bitcoin, you're gonna, you can go down this rabbit hole. It's incredible. But basically, this guy is a quant. He's a statistician. And he has this highly vetted model that has predicted, predicted Bitcoin's price to 99.5% accuracy or something crazy like that um, over the last you know nine years. And he predicts that it will be um, Bitcoin price will go up 10, 10x at least over the next 12 months. So you might want to check that out. Reason number seven, all of the objections against Bitcoin suck. Okay. Everyone's like, the government's going to shut it down. No, they're not. They literally can't. Our governments, have governments ever worked together in the history of the world, all of them together? No, of course they haven't, right? In order to shut down Bitcoin, you would literally have to all ban Bitcoin simultaneously and somehow find all the computers that are running the Bitcoin network, which is also impossible. And it's just not going to happen. We're not going to, all these countries are not going to work together. And that basically is going to incentivize the countries who don't ban it to buy more of it. What happened, guys, when they tried to ban alcohol? The price went up, right? And then so did demand. People wanted it more and the price went up. What happened when they tried to ban gold? The price went up and so did demand. What happened when they legalized marijuana? The price went down and demand went down. It was more desirable when it was illegal. So saying that making it illegal is going to make the price go down, I think is really stupid. Um, number two, you can just make your own coin. Uh, please go back to reason number five. Um, you can make your own Facebook right now as well and call it the Kale Social Network, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be worth billion dollars, okay? It's about the network effect. People will say that Ethereum or any of these other coins are better. Let's talk about Ethereum. First of all, that the market has spoken, my friend, and no, it's not. Uh, Bitcoin is dominating Ethereum. Plus, it's not scarce. It has this weird founder, this guy named Vitalik. Look him up. I mean, he looks like Voldemort. Like his face looks like Voldemort. If my currency depends on Voldemort, I'll pass. No, thank you. Um, anyway, another argument. It says it's based on thin air. It has no intrinsic value. Um, neither does your dollar bill in your pocket. Any, any kind of money is only based on belief. People believe that it's valuable. And so that, and, the, and if it has good characteristics of money, like, you know, it's easily transferable and divisible and all of these things, you can get into the, the weeds of that. But basically if money, it, everyone believes money is good, then it is good. So Bitcoin has the best money characteristics of all time. It's the easiest to send. It's the easiest to divide up. It's the easiest to secure. It's all of those things. And people already believe that it's valuable and they're investing in it like crazy. It's used for drug deals. Actually, guys, that's not true. I mean, it is, sure. People use Bitcoin for drug deals, but you know what's used for drug deals more? The $100 bill. One of my best friends is in the DEA. Every type of money is going to be used for bad things. You can't stop that. It won't affect it going up. 
the stigma is pretty much dead now anyway, now that big companies, Fortune 500 companies like Square are investing in Bitcoin. So I'd love to hear your other objections below. I probably just forgot most of them. Um, but if you, I'll, I'll destroy them in the comments if you want to, if you want to put some more objections in there. Okay. Reasons number eight. I'm almost done guys. Money printer go burr. I've already talked about this one extensively, so there's no need to harp on this guys, but governments are going to devalue your currency. If you don't believe that you need to do some research. They have no choice. I would talk about this for hours, but I'd encourage you just to read this book. It's called the price of tomorrow by Jeff Booth. If you don't believe me, it'll explain it all in detail and why the governments have no choice, but to keep, keep printing money. They have no choice. And guess what happens when they when they keep printing? It just increases the price of Bitcoin because there's one thing that can't be devalued or can't be printed more of, and that's Bitcoin, okay? Just think of that. Every, every time you hear the word stimulus on the news, guys, which is probably like six times a day nowadays, um, that should be your cue to go buy some more Bitcoin. That's what I do, okay? Reason number nine, the future is here and it's online. Anyone who tells you that the future currencies won't be digital is kind of like the people in the 1990s who said that people will never shop online, LOL. They are just simply wrong. Most money is already at ones and zeros in your bank account anyway. It's just data. And that's obviously where it's all headed, guys. Many stores have stopped accepting cash. You see it all. You see the writing on the wall already, I'm sure. Bitcoin is the scarcest and the most secure version of that new future money, and it has a nine-year head start. It's not difficult to see who's going to win here, guys. Reason number 10. There is risk, but it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, okay? Seriously, I texted this to my dad last night. I really tried to think through the probabilities so I didn't just say, hey, buy Bitcoin. It's 100% guaranteed fact. I wanted to give him the percentages I thought were actually realistic, okay? So here's how I see it for investing in the 2020s. I texted my dad. I said, Bitcoin, 90% chance that it hits $20,000 within the next two to three years. Right now, we're sitting at like 11K as the time I'm recording this. Let me check the price. Um, because it probably went up while I'm actually, you know, filming this. We're at $11,077. Okay. So there's a 90% chance at least that it hits $20,000 within the next two to three years. That's pretty conservative, but that would be a 10 X return on your money. That would be, I mean, a hundred, hundred percent return on your money, right? Um, 70% chance that it will hit $50,000. I think that's really realistic that it could hit 50 K within the next two to three years. And that's a 500% return on your money. 50% chance that it'll hit hundred K plus, um, that's a thousand percent return. And then guys, here's the real, the reality of it. There's probably a 10% chance that it gets cut in half. Something crazy that I can't anticipate happens. Another nine 11 type event happens. Um, something, something of that significance to the world would be the only real thing that could make this happen, but you know, that could happen. So 10% chance that it gets cut in half. So you have to, you have to take that risk. And then there's probably a 1% chance, um, that it goes to zero. I mean, they really, I really don't see that as possible, especially now with all these other companies investing. But um, I mean, there is always that possibility with something this new. So that's the game that you play, guys. Um, and the next year is going to be the biggest year in gains for Bitcoin. So you have to take that into account. So there you have it. Nothing is guaranteed. But that's just a few of the reasons that I personally invest in Bitcoin. I'm not telling you what to do. I can't give you investment advice, but that's what I do, right? And that's literally just off the top of my head. Any of those reasons that I put above, guys, you could write a 200-page book and people have about how you can verify what I was just saying, right? But oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> when I was writing this, I forgot the most important one, which is reason number 10, which is the halvings. Last one, guys. Every single four years, guys, this is what got me started on Bitcoin. I swear, this was it. Every four years, the new supply of Bitcoin gets cut in half, okay? Before May of this year, there were only 1,800 Bitcoins created every single day. So you're probably asking, wait a second, Kale, I thought you just said that Bitcoin has a fixed supply. You can't create more of it. Yes, yeah, that's true. When it gets to 21 million, you'll never be able to create another Bitcoin, right? We've already mined about 18.5 million, so we're almost there already, right? But it is capped at 21 million. 
But these new Bitcoin that are coming online for at least the next few years, they're getting mined slower and slower and slower until we reach that $21 million cap. Okay. So in May, we were doing 1800 Bitcoins a day, new ones that were coming on the market, right? That's the supply. Um, but in May that went in half, it got cut in half. It's called a halving every four years. And so now, now as we speak, only 900 new Bitcoins are created every single day. That's it. In 2024 and four years from now, there's only going to be 450 in 2028, 220, 225 in, in 2032, so on, so on, and so on. As you can see, guys, this is insane. Pretty soon there will literally be no new Bitcoin to buy. The only way to buy Bitcoin is to buy it from someone else who isn't going to want to give it to you because the price just keeps going up. So they're going to keep holding it <laughs> just like I will be. I'm not going to sell you my Bitcoin over my dead body. So I guess I'll just leave you with the one question that made me research Bitcoin and eventually invest, guys. You hear this one question. If you write down, if you think of one thing throughout this whole thing, remember this. If I told you right now that for sure half of the gold mines were going to shut down on a set date, okay, so let's say May 2024, half of the gold mines are going to shut down. There's going to be half as much gold being produced. Would you buy gold? Of course you would. Duh. It's obvious. You have a scarce resource, something that's valuable, and now you're creating half as, half as many of them. Of course you'd buy it. Have a great day, guys. Share this if it helped you. Please share this with someone. I need more shares. I need more subscriptions. I'm being selfish right now, but come on, guys. I think this letter is pretty good. It's $10 a month. It's $50 a year. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe so I'll keep writing it. Otherwise, I'm just going to refund everyone and go back to living my life. I don't need the money. I don't need it at all, but I need a little bit of something, something to make this worth my time in order to keep writing it because, um, yeah, I, there's other things I could be doing. And so I really enjoy giving you guys this knowledge. I love it. But please subscribe if you want to keep getting the letter five times a week instead of one time a week and share it with someone because I really think that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Bitcoin, there's other things I wrote about earlier this week that are also once in a lifetime opportunities that you need to go back and read right now so you can see the quality of this letter. They're all there for you right now. Go read all the archives. I think there's seven or eight letters in there by now. I love you guys. I seriously do. Thank you so much for reading and listening and watching and sharing and all that stuff. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.